Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coffee Break Swedish, Season 1, Episode 16. Hej och välkomna till Coffee Break Swedish. Jag heter Mark. Och jag heter Anna. Hur mår du, Anna? Jag mår jättebra, Mark. Hur mår du? Idag mår jag jättebra också. Kan jag på också att det är Absolut. Perfekt, Mark. Good stuff. I was trying the idag mår jag jättebra. Just to turn around my, my idag and my, my verb there. Hope that was okay. Absolutely. And your Swedish is improving and it's so great obviously i'm listening to a great course that's that's why it's improving so much we're delighted to be back with another episode of coffee break swedish for you and i am thoroughly looking forward to this episode because we're going shopping something that anytime i've been in sweden i very much enjoyed doing although i have to admit that it can be quite an expensive day out ja tyvärr är det lite dyrt att handla i sverige Unfortunately, it's a little bit expensive to go shopping in Sweden. Right, okay. I think we're going to see some of these words that you've just mentioned in our lesson. So I think what we should do is just get straight on with the lesson. Uh, ska vi börja? Ja, låt oss börja. Okay, Hannah, can you say again that phrase that you said just before we got started there? Ja, tyvärr är det lite dyrt i att handla i Sverige. Okej, okay. tyvärr, we've heard before, I think we heard it in a conversation a couple of lessons ago. Does it mean unfortunately? Yes, and then I said lite dyrt. So dyrt means expensive. Ah, right. So unfortunately, it is a little expensive. And then you went on to say? Att handla. What's att handla? So, att handla means to shop, but in Swedish we have two verbs for shopping. Okay. One is att handla, Mm -hmm. and the other one is att hoppa. Mm, One of those sounds. How are you spelling att hoppa? Just like in English, to shop, but with an A on it. So, S-H-O-P-P-A. Right, okay. I was expecting there to be a K in there or something like that. <laughs> so, at hoppa. So, what's the difference between at handla and at hoppa? So, at handla is to purchase something, like you are going to go um, and buy some food. Um, but at hoppa is the leisure activity of shopping. I see, okay. So if, for example, we're going shopping for some clothes or maybe some books, I love going to bookshops, um, would that be more a hoppa? Yeah, and if I say, jag ska hoppa kläder idag, I'm going to shop clothes today, it mm-hmm. it indicates that I'm probably going to take, it's going to be um, a, a quite long activity, it's probably a break in the middle, I'm going to try things on, I'm going to enjoy it. 
Okay. Whereas if you're, could we try and use the same construction? Ja, ska handler he dog? Yeah. Does that just mean I'm going to do the shopping? Like, as we would say in Scotland, I'm going to do the messages, like the the, the, the shopping for food and, and the, the kind of boring things, the essential things that you need to do. Yes, exactly. It's, it doesn't sound like it's a, a, a pleasant activity at all. <laughs> okay. So we've got at handla to shop and at hoppa to, to go shopping, as it were. Um, what about, are there any other verbs that we need to th- think about in this lesson particularly? Yes, and what we're going to use later is at sherpa. Right, I've heard this one because I, I think it's linked to other words that I'm, I'm familiar with. And it's to buy, isn't it? Yes, exactly. How do you think it's spelt at sherpa? I think it would be spelt uh, K-E-P-A, uh, I'm guessing. Jättebra! Great. How could you, what, what was, what indicated that it was a K? Um, if I'm honest, I think I'm linking it to Kaufen in German. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think, I'm trying to think of the Hs and the Shs, um, and uh, I think the K, Ö is a Sh sound, whereas if there was an S, K in there, I think it would probably be more like a H. Absolutely. And as as soon as you say a K and a soft vowel, is a big chance that it's going to be a sh sound. Okay, a sh. Okay, so three words so far. Handla, hoppa uh, and sherpa. Um, it's tricky with hoppa and sherpa because they're, they're similar in a sense, but they're quite different. Um, what other words are useful for it? Like, for, for example, what's a shop? Yeah, so in, a shop is an affair. It sounds a little bit like the, the word affair. I suppose that's linked in, in the, the origin of the word. Okay, what other useful things do we need to know about shops? Maybe when they're open and closed and things like that? Yeah, so if you go to a shop and it's open, it probably says in the window, öppet. Öppet, okay. And if it's closed, it says stinked. Stinked, okay. Um, so, epit and stinked. Um, right. Um, so, could we look at some verbs that go with them as well? I'm just thinking, could we, for example, ask, um, when does the shop open? När öppnar affären? Okay, that verb there. Um, we were looking at epit for open, but what's the verb? Öppnar. Öppnar. Okay. So we know the word when, när, öppnar, affären. Ja, och jag kan säga tillbaka, affären öppnar klockan tio. So the shop opens at ten o'clock? Ja, perfekt. Right, klockan tio. So that's ten o'clock. Okay. What about closing? Affären stänger klockan fem. Oh, so that's like stängt. But it's just like a verb form, so it's ending in, is that A-R or E-R? E-R. And what was öppnar? Öppnar. Öppnar. Okay, so A-R for öppnar and stänger E-R, yeah? Yeah. But if we, um, let's say we in Sweden on a Sunday and things are closed, mm-hmm. uh, we would say affären är stängd på söndagar. 
Hmm, right. So the shop is closed in that case. So stinked. What's the difference between stinked, like when you see it on a shop sign, and then you said it sounded more like stinged? Because that relates to afarin. Mm-hmm. Um, and afarin is an N word. And do you remember that adjectives? They are changing depending on if a noun is N or et. That's right. Did we learn uh, white? I think was it vit and vid or something like that. Yeah. So if it was an n um, n noun, then is vit, and if it's uh, an et word, is vit. Right. So vid with a is that just a d or a dt? With a uh, one t and two t's. That's tricky. That vit and vit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the afar in here. Are stinged with a D. Mm-hmm. And then the it form was? Stinked. Stinked. Right. When we talk about things in very general, we say it is, we always say diet ar. Right, I see. So it's the kind of generic form. Um, we can just use uh, stinked and ipit there was the, the open version. Yeah. So, um, what's the, what would we, t- how would we say that the, the afarin is uh, um, open? So then we say afarin ar open. Ah, uh, right. Okay. So that is the N form of upit. Yeah. Bra. Okay. Lots of information there and a little bit of grammar too. What about some, some practical things? Let's look at some, some practical things. When you go into a shop, what are you likely to hear from the, the shopkeeper? So the shopkeeper is probably going to say, hey. And then they will ask you in different ways. So I thought we could ha- we have um, several um, ways of asking this. Can jag hjälpa till? Let's see that again. Can jag hjälpa till? Kan jag hjälpa till? Ja. So is that like saying, can I help you? Precis. Or they can say, vill du ha hjälp? Is that like, will you have help? No, Mark. You you really walked into that trip. Uh, all English speakers always, it's so easy to think that uh, will means will. But if you have a think about it, what does will uh, in Swedish okay. mean? It's like want. So do you want help? Exactly. Okay. Um, they can also say, behöver du hjälp? Um, I don't know if we've come across behöver before. Um, Nej. I don't know. Do you need help or something like that? Yeah, exactly. At behöver is to need. To need, right. Okay, behöver. Behöver du hjälp. Okay, can we come back to uh, kan jag hjälpa till? Could we say kan jag hjälpa dig? Because I think dig is the word for you that we've come across before. Yeah, and you can say kan jag hjälpa dig. But the most common uh, form of it, I would say, is kan jag hjälpa till? And it's just one of those small, what we call in Swedish, partikel verb, where you just have a, a small word in the end, and it, it just uh, it forms a verb itself. So at hjälpa till is to assist somebody to help. Uh, okay, right, right. I'll, I'll accept that. That's good. Okay. Um, my standard response in any of these situations would be, uh, no, thank you. I'm just having a look um, <laughs> because I don't want to commit to, to spending any money yet. Um, so how would I say I'm just looking? Nej, tack. Jag bara tittar. Okay, so 
Uh, nej tack, I, I know that. Then the next part? Jag bara tittar. Jag bara tittar? Ja. So, uh, can you... Is tittar to look? Yes. Okay. Jag bara tittar. So the bara part is only. Yes. I'm just looking. Okay. Right, let's imagine that uh, I'm not just looking, but I'm looking for something, let's say a Swedish souvenir. What would be the the, the perfect souvenir to buy in this kind of situation? <laughs> so the ultimate Swedish souvenir, I would say, is a Dala hest. Have you, have you heard of a Dala hest? I think I have. These are these horses, aren't they? The little wooden horses. Yeah, so they're really famous... Um, Colourful wooden horses um, mm-hmm. that you can f- uh, you find a- everywhere in Swedish souvenir shops. And what was the the sort of story about them? What's the the origin of these wooden horses from from Sweden? So um, they called Dalahest, and that's because they come from the county of Dalarna, mm-hmm. and it's a place in Dalarna called Nusnes where they, I don't know really why, <laughs> but they start to um, craft these in, in, in cottages mm-hmm. um, and paint them. Um, and it's a, it's a very old tradition. And they're very, because they're handmade, they, they're quite expensive. Ah, okay, okay. Right, so let's say I want to buy um, a Dala Hest. Could, I'm trying to think how I would do this. Could I say, Javil Hoppa in Dala Hest. Well, if you think about what I just said about that shop, at uh, hoppa in Swedish is to, um, is that kind of uh, quite uh, an activity. It sounds like you're going to spend the whole day shopping for different dollar horses, have a look. I was going to say try them on, but like <laughs> <laughs> go for a feet game between, then go back. Um, so I would probably say that you w- you want to buy a dollar horse. So you will shop a dollar horse. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you will shop a dollar hest. And dollar hest. So dollar is the dollar in the part, and then the hest. N hest is that just the word for a horse? Yeah. Okay. Right, so would that work then? Javil köpa en dala hest. Ja, så du kan säga till shopassistent att jag vill köpa en dala hest. I guess if you're not, you, you, you walk into the shop and you have heard about these dollar horses and you can't find one, you, would, you could say, um, jag letar efter en dala hest. What would that be? I'm, I'm looking for a dollar horse. Ah, okay. So what's the difference between ja letar efter and ja titter? Because they both seem to mean look. So in Swedish is a, a big difference. And in in Swedish, at leta is that you're looking for something. Right. So it's the difference between looking for and just looking. Yes. And titta ah. is that you physically are looking at something. So if I was uh, in the town and I was, for example, looking for a uh, for a pharmacy, could I say, ja, letar efter et apotek? Perfect, Mark. And if you say that you are, ja, tittar på et apotek, then it means that you're actually just standing there staring at a pharmacy. <laughs> okay, I get it now. That's quite an image in my mind. I'll, I don't think I'll forget that. <laughs> okay. 
So um, uh, we've got Yavis Sherpa in Dalahest. I will. I want to buy uh, a Dalahest. Um, yeah, later after in Dalahest. How could I just say? Do you have any Dalahest? I I was going to ask you, Mark. Have a think. Well, how would you just say? Um, do you have? Well, could you say yeah? Uh, har. Now would it be do or ni here? So, if you say do, it means probably the the sales assistant. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see like you're asking them personally if yeah. they they have it. If you say ni, you, which you can as well, it just sounds like you talk about the whole shop. The, 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 yeah, the shop. So, har ni en dalahest? Bra. But that sounds like have you one dollar horse? A, a, a particular dollar horse and I guess you would say it in plural because you, you're just asking do you have some dollar horses here so okay. these plurals are tricky <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I told you it's quite easy with plurals in Swedish <laughs> uh, okay is it is this one that ends in AR would I say Harni Hester? yes perfect how did you guess that well I think you told me that most plurals end in AR well done for remembering. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you don't just want a dollar horse, or maybe you don't want a dollar horse at all. Maybe you want something else from Sweden. Okay. So um, to ask uh, what um, what is a typical Swedish um, souvenir, you can say, what are typisk svenskt? Right, so what is typically Swedish, I'm guessing? Yeah. Let's hear that again. Vad är typiskt svenskt? Vad är typiskt svenskt? There's a lot going on there. Um, typiskt svenskt. Is that correct? Yes. And it was what we just talked about with öppet och stängt. <laughs> that when we talk about things in general, we're using the et form. So it is. So, so it typisk will have a T on the end, so it's typiskt. And mm. Swedish will have a T on the end as well, svenskt. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Vad är typiskt svenskt? Okay, um, what, what are they likely to tell me? What kind of things might you you be shopping for then? Well, if you go into Gamla Stan, um, you're going to see a lot of uh, Viking helmets. Okay. <laughs> but the, I, I would say there are better souvenirs. And I think we have a, a lot of handmade things and glassware. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, do you know what Osthuvel is? Osters cheese? Mm-hmm. Oh, is this the cheese slice? It's something we are very proud of. And <laughs> when Swedish people go abroad, we get very angry that they... Other people haven't thought of this. That they don't have an ostyvel. They don't have an instrument that slice cheese the way we do. Hannah, I have to tell you, um, the Norwegians claim exactly the same. So <laughs> I didn't know this. <laughs> In fact, I know that I've been given a number of cheese slicers by um, Norwegian friends. So. Yeah, you've got some some arguments there, I think, among you Scandinavians. <laughs> um, and I guess it's the same thing when it comes to salty licorice like swedish Ah. people love salty licorice but so do the danes and the finnish but i would say we have the best salt lakris so a a packet of salt lakris could be your uh, let's see if i can get this right typisk svensk perfect bra (laughs) 
Excellent. Okay, so we've identified what we want to buy. Um, one important question would be how much is it? How much does it cost? Yeah, so how much costar den? Let's hear that again. How much costar den? So that's hur that we've heard many times, as in hur mordu and so on. Hur mycket mm-hmm. costar den? Yeah, and here I say den. And mm-hmm. that depends if what we're going to buy is N or et. And very often it is N. We we okay. know by this by now, don't we? Yeah, so most things are, are N words. Um, so if you knew that it was definitely an N word, like an uh, adalahist, hur mycket kostar den? So is the mycket the same word as taxumycket? Yeah, much, yeah. Much, okay. So how much costs, like... It or that? Yeah, it. Okay. How much does it cost? Hur mycket kostar den? And if you knew it was an et word? Then you would say, hur mycket kostar det? Det. Out of curiosity, uh, what was the word for uh, a cheese slice again? En osthyvel. So that's an en word. Okay, en osthyvel. So hur mycket kostar den? See, if you were just pointing to something, if you didn't know um, the word for it, but you're just pointing to something, how would I say just how much is this pointing to something? Hur mycket kostar den här? Ah, so we just the här, we just put that at the end. Hur mycket kostar den här? Yeah. Okay, and the answer would be? Den kostar 98 kronor. Okay, so this will be good practice for our numbers. Um, that costs 98 kronor, yeah? Yeah, bra. Okay, okay. Right, that seems straightforward. Um, one of the things, again, that is extremely useful when you're in this situation is um, when you decide that you're not quite sure, so you need to you need to give it some thought. Is there a way that we could say that simply in Swedish? Yes, you can say, Jag måste tänka lite. Tack för hjälpen. Let's hear that again. Jag måste tänka lite. Tack för hjälpen. Jag måste tänka lite. Is that like saying I must think a little? Yeah, my, I must have a, a we think and and thank you anyway. Tack för hjälpen, thank you for the help. Ja. Okay, there has been a huge amount so far in this episode. It has been quite a long first half. Um, we our, our second half, I think, will be shorter, but we're going to be doing a conversation and I know that I've got some tricky things to read in this conversation, so I'm going to do some rehearsal during our break. We'll be back in just a moment. Coffee Break Swedish podcast episodes are free, but did you know there's a full online course available? We offer video versions of the lessons where you see the words and phrases on the screen of your device. There are lesson notes providing further information and additional vocabulary and a bonus audio episode for every lesson. To find out more about our online course, go to coffeebreakswedish.com. 
Welcome back. Uh, välkomna tillbaka. That, that's correct, isn't it? Yeah, absolut. Okay, so välkomna tillbaka. <laughs> we are shopping today. Um, we've been shopping for dalahästar um, and uh, osthuvel. Bra, so dalahästar is plural. Osthuvel, mm-hmm. singular. So what would the plural of uh, osthuvel be? Guess mark. Right, okay. It ends in an E-L, and I think you told me something about the E-Ls becoming, you drop the E or something like that, so would it be Osthuvlar? Perfect, Osthuvlar. Huvlar, okay. Right, because I thought the E-L coming out would become an E-R, but that's going to stick with the A-R endings, yeah? Yeah, because most plurals are A-R endings. Okay, okay. Osthuvlar. And also we mentioned salt lakris, uh, which again I need to work on to, to develop my love of salt lakris. Um, but I think what we should do now is have a conversation. And I've been reviewing this conversation before we get onto it during our break. Um, and there are some new words for me. I'm going to try my best reading these words correctly. Um, Hannah, you can of course help me. And afterwards we'll go through everything. Sounds good. Okay, so I'm coming into the shop. Uh, I'll open the door and... And I walk. And then I say, hey, can I help you? Yeah, ja, I'm looking after a dalahest. Then we have this one. It costs 1,630 kronor. Oj då, det är lite dyrt. Har ni en mindre som är billigare? Ja, den här är mindre. Den är 17 centimeter och den kostar 539 kronor. Bra, jag tar den. Vill du ha den inslagen i presentpapper? Ja, tack. Det är en present till min mamma. Vill du ha en kasse? Ja, tack. Varsågod. Det blir 539 kronor. Betalar du med kort eller kontanter? Kort. Då slår du koden här. Varsågod. Här är kvittot. Tack. Hej då. Hej då. Ha en trevlig dag och välkommen åter. Okay, Hanna, how was that? I think you did a really good job, Mark. I, I hope our <laughs> listeners um, understood also what it was about. Okay, Sh- shall we read it through again? Yeah, let, let's try and see if um, our listeners can try to work out about the prices, what was going on. It was about $2 horses. Mm-hmm. Um, and here, if you can uh, understand what the, what the difference are between the two dollar horses. Okay, let's go for it then. Hey, can I help you? Ja, jag letar efter en dalahäst. Då har vi den här. Den kostar 1630 kronor. Oj då, det är lite dyrt. Har ni en mindre som är billigare? Ja, den här är mindre. Den är 17 cm och kostar 539 kronor. Bra, jag tar din. Vill du ha den inslagen i presentpapper? Ja, tack. Det är en present till min mamma. Vill du ha en kasse? Ja, tack. Varsågod. Det blir 539 kronor. Betalar du med kort eller kontanter? Kort. Då slår du koden här. Varsågod, här är kvittot. Tack, hej då. Hej då, ha en trevlig dag och välkommen åter. 
Okay, right, good. Now, the situation here is that um, there are two Dalahistar uh, mentioned, and one of them is quite expensive, and the other is <laughs> still quite expensive. <laughs> um, slightly cheaper, um, but slightly smaller. And we're going to be looking at these words in just a moment. Let's go through the conversation. You began by saying... Hey, can I help you? So, can I help you? And you said, can I help you? Not, can I help you? So, two, very, two different ways of saying the same thing. Yes, exactly. So, I said I was looking for a dalahest. Yes, you said, ja, jag letar efter en dalahest. Okay, then you showed me where the, the dalahestar were. Ja, so I said... Då har vi den här, så I'm showing you Dala uh, Hås. Uh, mm-hmm. And I say, den kostar 1630 kronor. Okay, before we get to the number. When you're saying, då har vi den här, are you pointing to a particular one? Yes. Like, we have this one here, for example. Exactly. Right, okay. So that's why it's, it's den as opposed to them, we've got them here. How would we say we've got them here? Vi har dom här. Dom, okay, yeah. So, då har vi den här. We've got this one here. And then you said, den kostar 1630 kronor. Ja. So, 1630 kronor. Well done. That's a very expensive um, souvenir to take home, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> I know, like I said, they, they're handmade, but I would say some, it, it's about 25 centimetres high. So we buy them in centimetres. Okay, okay. So my reaction, which I have to say I would not have been able to see if had it not been scripted, <laughs> I said... <laughs> Oj då, det var lite dyrt. Right, so oi do, I'm kind of thinking must mean oh my goodness or something like that. Yes, it's an expression of, of surprise, which most most tourists feel when they, they see the dollar horse prices. <laughs> so de alita dirt, uh, we learned dirt right at the beginning, expensive. And can I ask the T at the end, is that the generic form, the, the et form? Yes, so you just say it is a bit expensive, but you can say... Den är lite dyr. Right, so den är lite dyr. If, if in that case you would be specifically referring to the dalahest that we're talking about, yeah? Exactly. So what are the two forms of the, the adjective there? So is dyrt, if you talk about the generic or a, mm-hmm. a something with in an et noun, mm-hmm. or dyr. Dyr. Dyr and dyrt. Okay. So I went on to ask uh, if you had a different type of uh, horse. So this is a a tricky question. Let's hear it. Har ni en mindre som är billigare? Right, there's a lot going on in there because we've not seen a lot of these words. So har ni, do you have, en mindre? What is that? A a smaller. Okay, so mindre is smaller. Som är billigare. Which is cheaper. Right. So what's the word for cheap? Billig. Billig. And then cheaper? Billigare. Billigare. Now, Hannah, can I ask you, um, I heard you saying a little moment ago, billigare. And you kind of made that G a soft G because you're speaking quickly. Is that right? 
Yes. So I just said um, to pronounce it uh, more clearly, billigare. Mm-hmm. But if I speak clear, uh, quick, I would say billigare. Billigare. Okay. But mindre um, is smaller. So what is small? Unfortunately, that is irregular. So I think we um, we we continue with the dialogue and then we can go back to uh, comparing adjectives because it's a little bit complicated. Fair enough. Okay. So um, I've asked, har ni en mindre som är billigare? Do you have a smaller one that is smaller? Uh, that is cheaper, yeah? Yes. Right. So the som there is like uh, a relative pronoun. Yes. Okay. Let's move on. Um, and I say, ja, den här är mindre. So, so this one is this smaller. One. Yeah, this one is smaller. Okay. And like I said about we buy dollar horses by centimeters. Mm-hmm. So den här är 17 centimeter och kostar 539 kronor. Okay, so two numbers in there. You said that it is 17 centimeters. Ja. And then it costs uh, 539 Kronor. So it costs 539 kronor. Ja, bra. Okay, and I decided to take that one. Ja, bra. Jag tar den. Jag tar den, so I'll, I'll take it. You um, obviously feel like you have made, you have a bargain there. <laughs> bargain, yeah. I'm still, I'm still not sure about that, you know. <laughs> I'm just living up to the, 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 the Scottish stereotype of wanting a, wanting a bargain at every opportunity. <laughs> Um, and I ask you after that, vill du ha den inslagen i presentpapper? Right, so this is something about present paper, I'm guessing. So do you want it wrapped? Yes. So can you split this up? Vill du ha den? Do you want it? Inslagen, so wrapped up in wrapping paper. Presentpapper, Okay. So inslagen, wrapped up, i present paper. So it literally is this thing, want you, or what, do you want it wrapped up in gift paper? Yes. So in Swedish, when we ask a question, we can start with the verb. Mm-hmm. So uh, instead of, in English, you would say, do, do you want, we just say yeah. vill. Right, so the do is a kind of auxiliary verb in English, whereas in, in Swedish you just go straight for the want you to have it wrapped up in, in, in gift paper. Yes, exactly. And you say that you would want that. Ja, tack. Because det är en present till min mamma. It's a gift for my mum. Ja. Okay, and that's that till there was interesting because I, I kind of was expecting uh, like för in there. Ah, okay. No, it's 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 to your mum, till. Okay, so it's a gift to my mum. Yeah. En present till min mamma. Okay. And then I ask another question, and I I say, vill vill du ha en kasse? Do you recognise en kasse? I don't, but I'm going to guess it's a bag. Yes. Okay. Um, and in Swedish, it's a bit annoying because till. In Swedish, like if you go to the till, is en kassa. Right, with an e on the end. Yeah, and a bag is a kasse with an e on the end. I think I've seen the signs up with kassa in, in shops. Yeah. Okay. And would would you normally pay for your bag in Sweden? Not if you go into a souvenir shop, like a, 
a, f- a fancier bag, but if you go into the food shops, yes, you do. Okay, so I say yes, I do want one. Yeah, tack. And I say varsågod. Det blir 539 kronor. Betalar du med kort eller kontanter? So we're seeing these same constructions again. Det blir, is, it becomes, it, 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 that makes 539 kronor. And are you paying by card or cash? Yeah. Uh, and because you say that you're going to pay by card, kort, then I say, då slår du koden här. So is this something about your code? Is it putting your code here? Yes. Okay, so I'm entering my code, my PIN number, and then you give me the receipt, is that right? Ja, varsågod, här är kvittot. Okay, kvittot, so we learned, uh, vill du ha ett kvitto? Or do you want a, a receipt? So the receipt, kvittot. Ja. Okay, and then I say thank you, bye-bye, hej då. And I say, hej då, ha en trevlig dag och välkommen åter. So have a, a nice day and welcome back. Come back soon. Yeah. Good. Right. You mentioned these uh, comparative forms of adjectives. So we had billig and uh, billigare or billigare. Um, I was asking you about mindre because mindre is smaller. But what is small? Liten. <laughs> so it's nothing like mindre. Um, no. <laughs> so liten is like little, yeah? Yeah, so if you say en liten dalahäst, it means a small dalahorse. But if you say en mindre dalahäst, it's a smaller dalahorse. Right, so that's a, like an irregular one, I'm guessing. But mm-hmm. our, the first one we looked at, billig and billigare, um, that's, is that like a regular adjective yes. in a comparative form? So we can, we can look at, for example, the word for uh, expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember what the word for expensive is? Uh, dirt. So it's dyr. The common form is it's dyr. Uh, dyrare. Dyrare. Dyrast. Oh, is that like the most dear, the most expensive? Yeah. Okay. So dyr, dyrare, dyrast. Mm. And then you have billig, billigare, billigast. Billig, billigare, billigast. And would that also become billigast quickly? Yeah. Precis. Okay. Right, so billig, billigare, billigast. Dyr, dyrare, dyrast. Uh, liten, mindre, and? Minst. Minst. So the smallest? Ja. Right, liten, mindre, minst. So small, smaller, smallest. Can we do the opposite? Ja, vi kan ta stor. Stor, I've heard that. Which means big or large. Yeah. Större. Ah, större. Och störst. Right, so störst, biggest. Stor, större, störst. And our, our vowel sound is changing there. Yes, and it's that sh sound again. So, <laughs> so störst. Störst. So it's almost a, it's a much more um, shorter ö sound. Mm-hmm. Stor, större, störst. Right. Uh, I've got lots of questions, but I think we're coming to the end of the lesson, so I think we'll leave those questions for another day. (laughs) 
That is indeed where we're going to leave this episode of Coffee Break Swedish. We hope you've enjoyed it and that you're now ready for a shopping trip to Sweden as soon as you're able to go. Um, if you'd like to get more out of this lesson, then you can also check out the episode on the Coffee Break Academy. Now, there you can access the lesson notes and the video version of the lesson and also the bonus episode where we're going to be practicing a little more of this language and teaching you some bonus vocabulary. All of that is available at the Coffee Break Academy coffeebreakacademy.com And don't forget, we have lots of content to help you practice your Swedish on social media. Just search for Coffee Break Swedish on Facebook and we Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. Perfect. We will be back next time. And next time we're changing the subject, looking forward to another very practical topic as we acquire more language to help us on our trip to Swedish-speaking areas. And we're looking forward to that already. Hanna, tack så mycket. Tack så mycket, Mark. Och vi ses. Hej då! You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.